Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's show. Today I have a very interesting guest on with me today. Of course, all of my guests are a bit unique, but I find this particular guest especially interesting. So, you know, we always hear about midlife crises and how we have to sort of go through those. And oftentimes it means buying a sports car or whatever it might be. But what if that midlife was an opportunity as opposed to a crisis? It can be a stage of life when you do question your relationships with others and yourselves, but what if you could make it a huge positive event in your life as opposed to considering it more negative? So today we have a phenomenal woman, um, Cynthia Mazzaferro. And she's going to tell you a little bit about her, but I wanted to to add just, she's a recognized expert, and of course we always have experts on the show, on bridging the science between spirit and our, our limitless human potential. Never thought of it as having a science, always thought it was an art, so we'll talk to Cynthia about that. She's also a master energy practitioner and an authority on emotional clearing and energetic healing that addresses those negative subconscious memories and emotional debris that impacts our health and, of course, our human performance. So let's welcome Cynthia Mazzaferro to our show. Cynthia, welcome. Hello, Linda. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about our conversation today. Well, it's a delight to have you on the show. We've had a couple of interactions, and they've all been really kind of fun. And I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you do, and how you really help people to move through this particular piece. And then I'm going to ask you a question like, when does midlife really start? So first of all, (laughs) Cynthia, why don't you tell us um, about you and how you got to where you are today? What, What was your journey? Well, I'm going to try to make it very condensed. So, um, Starting with my past, and we all have one, which always gets incorporated into our present day. Mm -hmm. So for me, I had four sisters. So it was a household of five little girls. And I was the second oldest at seven years of age, and my parents got divorced. And so for me, it was about abandonment. How can someone love you and walk out of your life? And so I was always um, struggling with abandonment issues as even growing through my life, as well as looking for male confirmation, looking for those words you had hoped your daddy would say to you. Mm -hmm. My older sister was all about, it was my mother's fault not being a good enough wife. Um, And so she's now in through three divorces trying (laughs) to be the perfect wife. So we all are impacted, no matter how great or despairing our past is, our childhood is, we have a perception that we take away from it. And it, it continues to have an energy, kind of like a leaving, living, breathing, um, you know, you could say a dragon or an energy or an entity that lives mm-hmm. within us. It's what we kind of expect. It's what we think about a lot. And I used to think about my father when I was much younger, and I'd always cry about that loss of not having him there. You know, for my father-daughter dance mm-hmm. and um, walking down the island. But anyways, so then I lived my life. I thought I was doing great, and I was. And I, you know, you compartmentalize your pain. Mm-hmm. 
you build up uh, protective walls and you develop uh, behavior mechanisms to prevent you from experiencing pain. And often blaming others is a great way to come to understand that if I blame them for them leaving, that I don't have to take any ownership. And my parents divorced, I had no in, no impact in that. Of course I didn't. But um, we often, in life, as we grow, we blame others for our unhappiness. Mm-hmm. And so one day in my middle life, <laughs> mm-hmm. and middle life, as you said, when does that happen? You know, we all think around the 45 to 55 age group, you know, usually when we, for women, go through menopause. Right. Because there's a hormonal difference there and a change in our um, femininity as we define it through hormones, if you will. But for me, I actually had a day where my husband came down with tears in his eyes before he even spoke. And he said, I love you, but I can't live with you anymore. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. This is seven years old happening again. How can you love someone and then walk out of their life? So you can see there's that energy that lives and breathes within us There's um, that really can impact your present day. Mm-hmm. And we often will see repetition patterns that continue to repeat over and over again in our life, if you look at that. So I was happy to say we're still married 37 years, but it was an aha moment through the pain and suffering during the exact moment when it was happening that I realized that I, without knowledge, was sending out um, kind of like a feeling that no matter what he said, it was never enough, you know, because I was still looking for my father's words of acknowledgement and appreciation. And my husband will rock the world for me. And I also think that there was an aspect I didn't know if he would always stick around because my father didn't stick around. So what we put out into the world, we get back into mm-hmm. in ourselves. And it's pretty powerful. Do you find that ever happens with you, Linda? Well, actually, thank you, Cynthia. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, because abandonment is one of my issues, um, along as, uh, as well as feeling isolated. But mine comes from uh, four years old. And I had my tonsils taken out. And in the 50s, that was sort of a rite of passage. Everybody did it. <laughs> yes, um, that's right. And th- I know we went on a Saturday and the gurneys were lined up down the hall. I mean, there must have been 20, 25 gurneys down the hall. And we all sort of moved up one time as it was our turn. And my mom and dad, before they left me said now you'll wake up we'll be right there we'll be in the room you know we'll be able to you know support you and you know all love you and all this good stuff so i was i was okay with that and then they gave me the ether mask and for years i could never load the dishwasher because the cup where you put the soap looked like that ether mask and it would just freak me out but what happened uh, i woke up in a burn ward and not in the private room that my parents had um, allegedly um, told me that I would be in. So I felt totally abandoned. It's like you abandoned me to this room of second and third degree burn children and talk about freaking me out. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's where I I go with abandonment. So I, I totally agree with you. I'm And, yes, I do put that out. I one of the things that I talk about is the command voice versus influential voice and the fact that I come out of the military 
and corporate where you tell people what to do. You don't ask them. You go, you're going to do this. And, and they do. And how my teams abandon me, my clients are oftentimes one and done. Um, and I basically that's who my tribe is, are these very strong, powerful women who, because of their telling style as opposed to an asking style, find themselves abandoned and isolated. And I have to be honest, sometimes feeling very stupid about why can't I break this And then I teach, uh, one of the things I teach them is how to use influence as opposed to command. And that really makes a difference because then you can develop relationships, right? Exactly. Because through your abandonment, you might have created a behavior mechanism to say, well, I'm afraid someone's going to abandon me or leave me in Mm -hmm. an unsafe place or a place I don't want to be in. And so I choose not to develop relationships. I choose not to engage in relationships, which really can create isolation. But all of this is self-created, right, Linda? And that's where, for me, in the book that I've written, and you know, which is powerful beyond measure, mm-hmm. and also all the teaching I do in workshops and clients, it's about really realizing that each of us have our own power to influence, as you just said, to right. inspire and to realize that we can choose to self-create a new pattern in the present day and not to live this wounding or this energy that we took on at a very young age yes and it's, it's so amazing the the other thing my mom was was so adamant about was um don't tr- in essence don't trust your friends because they're out there to stab you in the back so build really high thick walls with no. very with very tiny arrow slits in them so that you could look out at the world but you know you don't want to engage with these people because they're out to get you. Um, wow, and, that's yeah. pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's it's been really interesting, you know, learning to trust people and to trust that they have your best interests and that you know there's a reciprocity between myself and my friends and that kind of thing. And that's that's been a real challenge as well. So some inter- and I was an only child, so all of it was dumped on me. Yeah, but see, that's actually your whole family dynamics. Often we're learning the same lesson. Mm-hmm. So for your spiritual lesson, you're here as a spirit, as a soul, not your flesh and bones, right? Um, to learn and grow. So you come into your family dynamics for a reason, because it has the perfect stage front, the perfect environment to help you learn what your spirit needs to learn and grow during this physical lifetime. And so even being the only child is a form of being abandoned. You didn't have siblings to play with. It it provides that continued isolation of feeling Mm -hmm. um, of not engaging in a very intimate personal relationship with your, your peers, your, your siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and your parents for your mother to have that very strong influence about not trusting and fortifying that wall. It's the same thing. She, she chose for her behavior mechanism, which is your brain protecting you mm-hmm. to correct these to to create these walls to protect yourself. And so you, in your abandonment feeling, um you have to decide how your brain was going to protect you. And so what happens is now somewhere along the line, and I really think it's more on that thirty five forty more forty and up, we start to mature. 
and we start to realize that we have more wisdom that's coming to us. We don't either like the repetition patterns. We don't like relationships we're in. We are tired of playing that same record that tells us we're not good enough, we're lacking something, people don't respect us, we have no voice, whatever the word is. We don't, don't trust, we don't have good loving relationships. And so we start to realize, is this what life's all about? What's different? And with this wonderful awakening, um, self-awakening that's happening in the world, people are starting to understand that we don't have to continue to live this broken record of feeling um, really poor about ourselves and poor about our life and that that's all perception and that we could choose to consciously change our perception, change our actions and change our beliefs and what can happen in the future as well. So Cynthia, you, you purport uh, and, and believe in the, the model of your thoughts uh, generate feelings and those feelings create action and then action creates results, right? Um, yes and no, because to me, if you only leave it with thoughts or creating the emotions, um, and we always are using our thoughts that are the memories of our past to profile what we want to do, I encourage us to become aligned with how are we feeling now, regardless of a thought. So right Mm -hmm. now, if you're driving or listening to this radio show, think about how do I feel right now? Okay, there's no thought involved. What does a feeling feel like? You know, am I complacent, meaning totally at ease? Am I stressed out because I'm trying to make an appointment? Am I feeling flushed and embarrassed? Am I feeling, oh, I don't know if I like this radio show because it's bringing up abandonment issues for myself? (laughs) Um, So whatever feeling you're feeling right now is a true expression of you emotionally. It has nothing about thought. And what happens is so often, Linda, we've learned to camouflage and um, disengage from our feelings and our emotions. And so what happens, and I write this in my book too, so often we react in life instead of respond. And so reacting is when we're reacting to a mental thought and the emotion that that conjure up. Okay. So we end up reacting using the same patterning that we've been taught that we've used to protect ourselves years and years and years ago. And so we use that same um, kind of interstate, that same line of directionality of what you're going to do to respond to what's happening in your life. You're reacting to it. Response is, for example, I give you one regarding my abandonment. I'm walking down the sidewalk with my family, my husband and two sons, adult sons, six foot tall guys. And I, and the sidewalk is only so big, and the three of them were in front of me, and I was behind them. And we're walking along, and it was going to be just for a short distance. But I had a thought come to my mind that says, oh, my goodness, well, that was pretty rude of them. They're up there laughing, and I'm behind them. They've kind of (laughs) abandoned me, thrown me away, and disengaged from me, including me in the conversation. So, of course, that was a thought. But I chose not to react and be upset and think, oh, you know, poor me, I'm being abandoned again and left out. I chose to look at my feelings. Well, is this really how I feel in this situation or can I look at it differently? So I looked at that scenario in front of me and I said, I am so happy to think that my I have a husband that is present in my son's lives, that is fully engaged in loving them and that I should be delighted. I am delighted and that 
I don't have to have this feeling. So I decide to, how am I going to respond to the situation, not react? And the response is, I chose to kind of jump up the two, on the two shoulders of my six-foot guys. And I said, hey, guys, you got, look sound like you're having a great fun up here. love to hear what you guys are talking about. Can we go two-on-two or stop for a second or figure out a way I can feel included in the conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like they were bad or they were doing something to make me feel left out at all. It wasn't them at all. And um, it was about how I was perceiving that situation. Uh, yeah, and so what you're saying is it, it, you could have put a guilt trip on them that they were leaving you out and, you know, they they almost had put up a male wall in front of you and and cut you out from, you know, that male bonding and whatever it might be. But I, lo- I love the fact that you chose instead to interact with them and to, um, you know, engage them and to bring yourself back into their conversation and not get caught in that spiral that that we get into about, oh, you know, they don't care or whatever it might be. Um, I know I have a husband who, and it will be 43 years um, this this May. And Congratulations. Thank you. And we have two charming daughters, as you, you heard, we I went to visit one last last week. And I love the fact that he's been in their lives their whole life and have set up sort of a picture of what a great marriage would look like and and what engagement with children would be like. So, Cynthia, um, I would love our audience to think about how are you feeling right now? And we're going to go off to a quick break and we'll see you in a moment. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America Women's Channel a leader in the forward movement of women's success.
are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back, and I would love to know what you were thinking, or excuse me, what you were feeling um, during that commercial break. Unfortunately, we are live, and we won't have an opportunity to get that information, but, you know, send me an email and let me know how you were feeling and how what we talked about in the first segment has impacted you. So I'm back with my very unique and special guest, Cynthia Mazzaferro, and Cynthia, welcome back. Thank you, Linda. Okay, so we we spent the previous segment talking a lot about the past and the wounds that we received in the past and you know how they repeat themselves throughout our our life. And one of the things you talked about was that um, you know around thirty five or forty, we make some significant changes in our life. We, we begin to mature. So, Let's look at the present, and you know we've got we've got all these stories, and we've got um, all these also almost automatic actions that we do. Um, how can we become more empowered to make change from those old patterns and those in the past, and really create a more powerful, more um, enlightened present moving it then into the future? This is great. Thank you for asking this. Um, Part of it is intuitively understanding the wisdom that your soul is connecting and communicating to you presently. Mm -hmm. So when we were on break and everyone was assessing how are they feeling, your soul is trying to communicate with you. It's trying to tell you, you need to stand up for yourself at the dinner table. You know, don't let the kids take advantage of you. Or you need to be more emotional, transparent with your husband. Or you need to take more an assertive role at work. Your soul is trying to communicate to you. And part of the lesson that it's communicating to you is your spiritual growth opportunity. It's your soul's um, influence. It's almost like your uh, counselor at school. It's your your soul counselor here trying to guide you to the pathway that's going to bring you greater results, to greater happiness, abundance, love, everything you're here to learn and experience in life. So it might be saying you need to be more courageous. You need to might be, be more bold or independent, maybe not to lean on so many people. So whatever that is, It's really your spiritual curriculum. I've kind of coined that word lately. You know, think of a book. You open up your calculus book and you're doing your homework. Well, you're opening up your spiritual curriculum to learn what you need to um, grow and experience. I just was speaking to a client prior to our call. Her husband has Asperger's. Mm. They've been married over 10 years. And she has OCD, and she's a little bit of a hoarder, and she has Lyme disease, which comes and goes, as anybody that knows about Lyme disease. And she's been so unhappy for 10 years and really has not had an emotionally connecting relationship. And she's at the point where she's going to seek divorce, and and she's actually going to the lawyers to sign the papers to be served. Mm. But it's taken her almost two years to get to the position of actually going and signing the papers to the finality of it and so all of us 
whatever it is that you're experiencing in your life. So for her, she could be, oh, poor me. I have a terrible relationship. Oh, he, he doesn't communicate. He kind of hoards money. He doesn't share his money. This and that. She could be, oh, poor me, poor me. But they both have their own emotional issues. And part of her emotional growth and cleaning out and not hoarding things and decluttering has actually allowed her to declutter him in her life too, which will open up new opportunities for a new person to come into their into her home and to her relationships. And so we need to really embrace and not to look upon our obstacles as terrible things and they can be challenging i'm not saying that life can't be challenging i just twisted my ankle playing tennis yesterday and <laughs> oh boy i'm on crutches today um so we do have obstacles and that's all great but how we view them and how our soul is trying to tell us intuitively or say through deja vu or synchronicities that we can choose to be powerful we can be empowered we can be inspired to do things that will show our greater potential to allow us to move through this midlife, wherever this midlife time frame might be, to a place of um, greater growth. And for some people, it's about are the kids have all moved out of the house. My husband and my relationship is great, or maybe it's deteriorated over time. And I want to maybe do something. I want to create a new business. I want to do something more for others. We're all in that purpose, that look, identifying what our new purpose is in life. And some of our new purpose is about learning to love ourselves, take care of ourselves, see our greatness, as well as also giving to others. Mm-hmm. And I and it's interesting, Cynthia. I think one of the things too that that is. Interest, when when you get into that spiritual curriculum and you really begin looking at it and you begin ab- absorbing it and making it part of who you are and what you are, that the people who show up, the prosperity that shows up, that really can empower you to be bold. My, my theme last year was to be bold and unapologetic. And, and that was, it was, it was really cool. Um, and I, you know, I, I worked really hard um, to remember not to say I'm sorry as an automatic response to anything. You know, um, somebody could say, oh, it's raining. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we just do that. And how to break that habit and to find other more empowering words to say about that. Like, it's raining outside. Yeah, isn't that great for all the plants and flowers? And we really, you know, we've had a drought forever. It's really great to see that and, and that kind of thing. So um, changing that and recognizing the empowerment in making um, better choices in how you respond and how you react to other people and, and situations, right? I love that example. That's a, ch- a shift in perception, right? Yeah. Not being so self-serving, the rain's making you use an umbrella. Instead, you said, oh, the earth needs this, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a great thing. So I, and that's a perfect, simple example of just shifting our perception of life and, um, and being more, you know, I want people to realize in my subtitle, I talk about three steps to claim your power within for a happy and healthy life. So just that simple statement, Linda, mm-hmm. is so powerful because you chose to not live in the, oh, poor me, it's raining out. You lived in, I can feel, I can experience joy 
and um, have this happy life by looking at things differently. And it's all your creation. We get to create how we experience life. How wonderful is that, men and women out there in the world listening to this? Um, You are the captain of your ship. And it's truly magnificent and that we are limitless. We hold more than we can imagine. We cannot even imagine our mind what we could possibly live. Writing this book and what it's done for me, the miracle, how it got written, was all spiritually driven. Like you said, the spiritual aspect comes to you and allows abundance to show up in ways that you cannot cannot even envision in your Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah, and I, I I so agree with what you're saying. And and let's talk a little bit more about your book. Um, I and I have the powerful, powerful beyond measure. Um, the, you, but there's a subtitle to that, yes? Right, that's the one I just talked about. Three steps to claim your power within for a happy and healthy life. And this book is just a miracle that unfolds in your life in perfect timing. And it's a book that you will use over and over again. You know, so where you are today is not where you're going to be in two years. So when you read it today, it's going to speak to you, guide you, reveal items to you, help you address them in a certain way today. And where you are two years from now, when you redo it, it will reveal more and more potentiality for growth and opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I have so many hundreds of people say I've read so many self-help books and this by far is the best and I'm not tuning my own horn. This is, <laughs> you know, other people telling me and, um, you know, I'm very honored and humbled by that comment because there are some phenomenal uh, transformational self-help books out there and I'm honored to have people say that and, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And the same thing, if you're listening to this call today, that is actually synchronicity. You're mm-hmm. here because your soul directed you here. Exactly. <laughs> yes, excuse me. Yeah, I, I saw I'm actually laughing and choking at the same time <laughs> because synchronicity happens all the time for me. And when you get to acknowledge it, it's pretty amazing to think, wow. This book, this woman, this conversation that Linda and Cynthia is having is exactly what I needed. It's the encouragement I needed to do X, Y, and Z. And so this is your, kind of like your quiz for that curriculum you're learning right now. Are you going to choose? We have that, you know, free will aspect to life. Am I going to do the same old or am I going to step into that? potential for myself to grow and experience life differently right now at this moment and so it's fun you can have a lot of fun with this well there are a couple things that come out of that i i remember long ago i think it was carolyn mace uh, i went to a a presentation that she did and she was talking about the fact that that you know we're, we're here in in the uh, the, the, I want to say the real world, and then, the, then there's a bridge to the spiritual world. And we tend to cross that bridge, go over, grab a book from the spiritual world, bring it back to the, the real world, and then put it on the shelf. We don't read it, we don't do anything with it, but we have it. And just in case right. somebody says, oh, have you read? And you go, well, I have it. I haven't gotten to it just yet. And he said, you know, one of the things that we need to do is sort of eliminate that bridge and basically bring the two masses together so that you are not only taking things from the spiritual world, but you're actually learning stuff from it that you can use to empower your life and and to make changes, is it? I also love the fact, Cynthia, that you talk about 
um, read it today and you'll get a whole different take on it today. Um, and then, you know, in two years or whatever, you know, read it again because you'll have an entirely different take because of what you took away the first time and made changes within your life around that. There'll be new things for you to experience and to grow with. I have a colleague who does that with Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. She reads she reads it every year, and I want to say she reads it in January um, to remind her of those those aspects and those things that he teaches in that particular book so that as she gets into the new year, she's got that refreshed and she doesn't fall back into old habits. I love that. I love that repetition. When someone is speaking to you and it resonates with you, there's a connection. There's a strong connection. I think that repetition of someone that's able to inspire and encourage you to reap the rewards that you're seeking, then stay with them. I think that's a wonderful um, compilation of what I was just saying. It's a great execution. And um, throughout this whole radio show, I hope people are starting to realize that you hold all your keys. You have the potential, but you've got to be an active participant in your life and stop blaming politics, stop blaming your <laughs> boss and your children and your, you know, environment, you know, start to be the catalyst to create the shift and the change. I think that's so powerful that that we have within ourselves the ability to make those changes, that we're not a victim of our history um, and that we're not a victim, uh, as you said, of uh, external um, influences. I think one of the, the funniest thing was the last recession. And I want to say what, it started in 2008, 2010, somewhere in there. And you'd ask somebody and they go, oh, it was the worst year I ever had. You know, all my clients disappeared, blah, blah, blah. And then you talk to somebody else and they go, wow, it was a great year. I picked up all sorts of new clients that I, I never even thought of would be interested in my program or in the work that I do or whatever. So in a lot of cases, it's perception that drives is it a good year is it a bad year am i having a great life am i is it falling apart what is it it's that perce- that's it's almost that internal perception that drives whether we're growing or whether we're being contained yeah and that brings up a great point linda because i think so easily we get into the same mindset that Our goals that were from, let's say, the past year are the same goals of this year. Mm. So let's take that person that needs more clients, okay, and and kind of like equates the more clients I have, the more successful I am. Mm -hmm. So she had a great abundance of clients one year. Now this year it's not looking so great. But that's allowing her more time to spend time with her family and improve their relationship. Well, what's the win-win here? You know, I mean, so yes, maybe... She's not getting as many personal clients, but her relationships between her family members are flourishing. And she's, you know, they're a dual income family. It's not like she needs this money to, um, you know, put food on the table or to to make her see herself as great. She's great being a mother and a wife and her own individual self. Mm-hmm. And, and so often, so often what we counsel and teach others is exactly what we need to hear ourselves. So this particular client might have been counseling all her clients the same wisdom she's telling and teaching herself that you need to spend time and um, honoring yourself, seeing your greatness, and improving relationships. 
So yeah. if you're out there and you're actually counseling someone, a friend or a family member, um, helping them out with something, I often encourage my clients to tape themselves. Tape yourself helping someone else. And then listen to it, your own words later in privacy. And listen to that spirit talking to you. And you will be so moved to the wisdom that your own words have for yourself. I think that's an outstanding tip. Um, I would imagine that not only um, if you're coaching someone, but even in interactions with others, that if you could tape yourself to hear what you what you say to your kids or what you say to a dear friend who may be working on a, on a challenging time in their life, um, those are the kinds of things that you also are working on. Uh, and exactly, you know, that's what I'm referring to. So if you're yeah. talking to your children about being. You know, um, you go out in that playground and you be strong and confident. Don't worry about that bully intimidating you. Well, then you go into work and you're one that needs to employ those same tactics because your peer is bullying you and making you feel like you can't create or present your new idea. So it's the same thing. A lot of times that synchronicity things are happening to help show you exactly what you need to experience yourself. And I think that's so extremely powerful that... You know, it, what they always used to say is when when the teacher is needed, they will show up. And I think also it, it works from inside that when someone needs something internally, the person who reflects that comes into their life so that they can coach or advise or give support or whatever it might be on something that they're working on as well, Right. That's perfectly said, and maybe it's a perfect thing for our listeners to reflect on. What counseling, what advice have you been giving others that may be, in fact, exactly the same wisdom you might need to hear for yourself? Absolutely, and that's an excellent thing for our audience to be thinking about while we take a short break here. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-294. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. 
Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And today I'm visiting with Cynthia Mazzaferro. And one of the things I don't think I told you was she is truly a visionary. And we're seeing that or hearing that here on the show um, and a motivational speaker. I also love the fact that she is an energy and medical an intuitive healer, a Reiki master, and a power beyond measure life coach. So she has all of this power and wisdom to share with us, and she's done just that. She's opened up her heart and given us some really, really great tips um, and things that we can do to really change our lives and empower us to be our best selves. So, Cynthia, we were we were talking before we took the break about. Um, you know, advice and how just the right person shows up in your life to provide a person to give advice to, but recognizing the fact that that is advice or support or help is really something that you need as well. Would you like to close that out for us? Well, I just hope that you all have been able to, at this point of the conversation here, and if you're just coming in, I encourage you to go back and listen to the replay of this um, radio show. To realize that you have the power to understand that everything that's coming to you is there to support you and that your choices are really what's either holding you back, meaning that you're afraid to go forward and you continue with the old, or Mm -hmm. that you're ready to expand and go into the future. And before we start talking about that aspect of what is the future, I just want to give an example, if I could, a a small exercise that I share in the book, a a consolidated one, um, that really will help your listeners, if they choose to, to make a different choice today. Can I do that, Linda? I think that's an excellent idea. It's a way for us to pull together all the information we gave in the last segment and really give them something to do. I always love giving people exercises or things that they can do that supports the information that we're chatting about. So yes, please do that. Great. Well, we've talked about perception and perception is a choice, how we choose to look at something, right? Mm -hmm. So what this exercise 
is called is I choose to because I can. So I encourage you, if you have an overall theme, so for like Linda, it was about um, not seeing things as isolation. So can I use your can I use your template here as an example? Absolutely, I'd be honored. Thank you. So Linda's trying to look at how life can be viewed where she's not isolating herself or other people have isolated her um, and somewhat insulated. You know, there's, a, there's an aspect of not being heard. So isn't it funny how Linda's a, a radio show <laughs> host because she wants to be heard. Um, there's an aspect there and there. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Linda. I don't but, think uh, I have. <laughs> it's a wonderful perception and it's, it's a positive way to look at it, right? And you're actually... Right. You're stepping forward in your future and not allowing isolation or insulation to hold you back from being the bright, shining star that you are. I thank you. So for all of us, this I choose to before because I can, you actually use the aspect that you feel you, you are not or that wounding or that emotional wounding we've talked about in the past, or it could be a really simple problem that's happening right now. It doesn't have to go way back. It can just be something present. And you say, I choose to be um, visible. Linda, this would be, I choose to be visible Mm -hmm. and articulate in a way that is bold. And what was the other word you used for last year? Bold and unapologetic. And unapologetic, because you always apologize. So that would be your overall statement of what you're going to experience in all aspects of your life. So that phrase is going to um, truncate, if you will, into personal life. It's Mm going to truncate into business. It's going to truncate into spiritual. And, And let's just take that. Spiritual is a very abstract thing. How can you be visible spiritually how can you be um articulate spiritually how can you um be bold right all of these things so it's using those key words that we've just kind of put into that collective statement Mm -hmm. and then integrating it in your life with action statements and so we can all think or state a sentence but if we don't put in action steps then nothing happens And those action steps are so important because they um, are the catalyst to create the change. So um, if you're, for you, um, I don't know your personal life, so I I can't say what would be one action step that you could take this week that would make you feel bold, that would make you feel, I'm putting myself out there and I really don't care if they don't like what they see. Okay, so besides the radio show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I could be bold and unapologetic, and uh, actually I'm standing up to speak in front of a, a group of people this week, so I have a, a speaking engagement, and I could go in and just be, you know, cons- apologizing for everything I'm doing, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm, you know, that kind of thing, or go in and be bold and really speak my truth and, uh, and that kind of thing, yes? Yes, a good example. So you might your sentence might be, is, I am so excited to be able to speak publicly on whatever the topic is, mm-hmm. and that I hold nothing back. Everything is perfect before I even state it. And if you run three minutes late, don't apologize it. 
Because right. that was divine timing. Those three extra minutes were so vital. So it's you going in with an, an assurance that this was divinely orchestrated, divinely timed, that you're supposed to be publicly speaking, mm-hmm. that you're going to be there um, influencing, right? Right, exactly. All these people, and that your words are powerful, and that this is this is beyond you orchestrating this. This is more spiritually, divinely inspired that the words you say, and sometimes you might say a certain word, say, and I don't know where that came from. Because exactly. Because those are not yeah. words. Yeah. But it's trusting and knowing with no apology, just being out there and truly authentic and revealing your message is, is really so exciting. And so that would be an action step of how to go into it, how to feel during it. And when you leave, you say, hey, yeah, I screwed up with three words or I didn't include one topic. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is what it is what was meant to be said to them. Now, do you also add... Um, sort of a result that you're looking for, for example, um, you know, I, I speak publicly, um, I hold nothing back, I don't apologize at the end, or anywhere in, in the presentation. Okay, so and I'm going to just clarify something. When you said, I hold nothing back, is that a positive or a negative sen- sentence? Um, probably negative. Yes. So, so I, right away, hold something back is exactly what you don't want to do. So uh, how hold, can you change it hold. to a positive so I said, hold nothing back. Yeah. Okay. So instead, I I share all of my wisdom with the group and give them everything Free, that I freely, have. Freely. Freely. Mm-hmm. Freely. Okay. All. Yeah. all right. And then, do you add anything like, um, and the result might be, you know, five new clients in the business, or that five individuals were interested in in speaking f- further with me. It's always great to add a two-prong result. One, what it gets gets for you and what, what it gives for the participants. Okay. So let's just say, um, you could say, I um, speak freely and um, openly and realize that those in attendance will um, resonate with the message and that... Um, I'm just thinking aloud one second. And that um, I see new clients um, generated from this opportunity. So I try not to give a finite number because uh, if you give something like five, I always say five or something greater because we limit ourselves. And, And so if you only got four, would you consider that a loss? Probably not. So I try not to myself included mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people will tell you to give it but I have done that many times and given numbers um when I've had summits I say oh 20,000 people will sign up and I you know get 18,000 um so <laughs> you know 18,000 is nothing bad but but I mean I think we set ourselves up for failure by giving a finite number okay all right so no finite numbers in your results just you are, you know, that the audience resonates uh, with the message and that you see new clients coming into the program. Now, see, that was your part, but now you, your real ultimate goal might be not new clients. It might be the freedom to speak this, this um, openly and to um, generate new opportunities to continue to speak. Ah, yes. So the growth be- might not be getting the clients. It might be how can this expand your path 
wherever you're going in a more delightful way. And your soul knows what is really ultimately going to come out of this. So you could even say, and I trust that whatever opportunities that will prevail themselves are perfect for me and where I am. Okay. All right. So you know, again, it, our mind our mind is setting goals, and it does so out of constraints. It, it does mm-hmm. so because I need new clients because I need this money. So that's a constraint. That's a negativity. And when you put negativity on you, it's a heavy weight. It mm-hmm. weighs you down. And you cannot jump up and enjoy if you're being weighed down. You will never ex- receive success if you're weighed down. Exactly. Okay. Um, so... Cynthia, we we were talking on the break about the future. So we've we've talked about the past, we've talked about the present, and now are we beginning to talk about the future? We are, we are, because you're just talking about like this seminar you're going to go speak at. So yes. how do we envision our future? First of all, I want to encourage all of you oh. to realize you cannot live in the future. Mm-hmm. We can have aspirations for something out there. And But you can only live our future in the present. And so remember how I said I always was kind of worried that someone was going to leave me, like my, you right. know, would my husband leave me, would my children leave me? Mm-hmm. So there's an aspect of the energy you put out there. So if you're putting out energy that's negative, that you're going to get this negative result in the future, you're going to get it also in the present. So mm-hmm. I encourage us to, to create that shift, that internal shift of seeing um, an aspect of future that is limitless, that is so abundant, not just in money. Abundance is in everything. Abundance in joy, abundance in love, abundance in opportunities. Um, so I think we need to really expand what truly can fulfill us and right. to create this happiness and joy in our life, right? Right. And Cynthia, one of the things I, uh, I have a colleague who taught me about beach balls and that you take all the aspects of your life, you know, from career, money, personal relationships, family, uh, all spiritual, all of that. And what you want is a full beach ball that you are full in all those areas and where you might have a dip or whatever, that that's an area that you want to increase the abundance in. And Cynthia, we have just a couple minutes left. Did you or could you... Um, Talk just real briefly about your free gift and then give our audience just, again, we've, we've talked about past, present, future, and that's your three steps in your book. Is that correct? It is. It is. Okay. It's um, exploring your past and easing your pain is the first third of the book. Mm-hmm. Empower your present and embrace yourself is the second third of the book. And then the third third is envision your future and expand your possibilities. And this book is inclusive and that's why it gets such great results because you're including all aspects of our life that really gives you the results that you want. Okay, and at that point, Cynthia, I'm going to have to say this has been a fantastic show. You've given our audience so many awesome tips and strategies to move through the past, the present, and bringing the future to the present. And I think that it's been amazing. And I thank you so very much for having been on the show. Great. Thank you for having me. And that free gift, I know you'll have the link at it, is a meditation to to release the energy that's within you that's causing you and holding you back. And that's the heart home of healing meditation. And I know you'll have the link, so I won't bother to take the time to say it. Yes, we will. And so check out the website at www.daretodream. And that's the number two, 
dreamwithlinda.com. And just remember this week, be courageous and dare to lead. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.